welcome to the July episode of A Garden Runs Through It, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener program of Calusa County. Gardener Coordinator of the Clusa County Program. On today's episode, we're joined by Bernice. Before we start, let's talk about gardening chores and upcoming events. July brings some gardening chores. What should you be doing in your garden this month? Well, in July, you could still plant seeds of annuals such as zinnias, marigolds, sunflowers, and alyssum, and they'll grow and bloom this year. If you have blackberries in your garden, cut the canes that bore fruit to the ground, tie up three to five of the new canes, and fertilize. Deadhead blooming plants uh, as they finish flowering to promote continuing bloom. Cut back lavender after flowering to promote a second bloom. You can prune to about half of it. Be sure everything is well mulched for the heat of summer, water before 10 a.m. to avoid fungal infections and to minimize water loss and evaporation. If you have fruit trees, be sure to pick up dropped fruit to prevent brown rot from developing and leaving spores for future infection. So we have some upcoming events in the Master Gardeners in the county. You can visit our demonstration garden in Williams at the Education Village at any time. The summer garden has been planted. We have various varieties of peppers that we will harvest for food distribution at the college. Our open garden will happen on July 29th at 10 a.m. Come by and pick some squash, cucumbers, and peppers, and then we'll be doing this again on August 26th. These are both Saturdays at 10 a.m. Welcome, Bernice. What is your topic today? My topic today is summer pruning of fruit trees, and I think it's important that people who have like apricots, peaches, nectarines, uh, cherries, they all uh, are aware that we, the University of California now recommends the summer pruning. One of the biggest advantages of summer pruning after you have harvested your fruit is that you keep the trees contained so it's easier to pick. You don't have to get those giant ladders to get up to yeah, the top. Yeah, we don't need the trees big like in an orchard, right? No, no, because... Well, so often they don't, they, they, if they do have a lot of fruit on them, then it breaks the limbs because they're not strong. Do you have other? So how do you summer prune? Well, once you harvest, you harvest all your fruit uh, on that tree, on a specific tree, then you go in, you want to clean out the center. You want to prune back at least a third or about a third and any weak branches that will start them they will start then producing limbs for next year and you'll you'll be surprised how much more fruit you may even have you want the sun you want to open up the center because the sun needs to come into the center and also you want to eliminate any cross branches so it doesn't get to be confusion Um, Think of a flower, and they should be going up and 
out, but cut back about a third. And you cut back to a node. Okay, you cut back to a node. So what does this do for next year? Well, it produces much stronger branches. Okay. You have probably a lot more side shoots. You will have, I always found with my trees, I had more fruit. Mm-hmm. And I could reach them without getting the tall ladders. Yeah. And that's one thing that uh, we're probably going to talk about next month is things like not getting on ladders. <laughs> um, so I know with my nectarine tree, I summer prune. And um, they produce on second-year wood. Is this correct? Yes, although I just heard yesterday that someone, uh, no, on Tuesday, that someone planted a peach tree last year, and they already have a crop Hmm. Yeah, so, so it's if on, you prune it's on new wood yeah. that the blooms come. So if you prune in the summer, then that will um, produce new wood. Produce new wood that the nectarines or peaches mm-hmm. will produce on. Now, do you do this for all trees? Well, we do it, but cherries and apricots you have to be very careful. You cannot prune if you think there's going or no. Especially no, but if you think there's going to be rain within two weeks, they have found, the university has found that there's a virus that'll attack the trees if they're pruned and then within two weeks they receive a rainfall and it often kills the trees and kills them back, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if not totally. Uh, I found it really helped my apricots produce a lot better when I pruned them back. Mm Now, I, I watch the weather. Having had a nursery for 20 years, we always had to watch the weather. And it's just a habit now. And I don't see any rain coming in our part of the uh, valley. It's supposed to get hot and then cool down. But, but you, you should watch the, the weather yeah. and know. Yeah, being a farmer's daughter and working in agriculture, I watch the weather all the time. So I know you do it on um, peaches and nectarines. Do you do it on pears? Pears, apples. Okay. Every, all okay. your fruit trees. What about citrus? Well, citrus, you, they bloom usually in the springtime. Then you have the, the blossom, and hopefully you have a lot of bees, which the other day I did see some bumblebees. I was so excited. Did you see, oh, uh, oh, the carpenter bee is the one that has the bronze bee. Yeah, well, this is a black bumblebee okay. that I okay. saw. And yeah, they're hard to find. We haven't seen them for a long yeah. time. But this garden had, it was someone's garden, and they had a lot of bees, and they had a lot of bee-loving um, plant material, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it attracted them. Uh, I know my my yard, I used to let, a lot of the the plants that most people uh, clean out and and either let their goats eat or take them out, but I'd let them go to seed and they bloom and then it attracted the bees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, anyway, uh, I have a pomegranate. Do you 
What do you do with okay, a pomegranate? Okay, pomegranate should be, I had to research that. Oh, we have to go back to the citrus, but okay. the pomegranate should be pruned in the fall, like okay. in November. Okay. October, November is the best time, and you mm-hmm. want to thin it. I cut my old pomegranate tree really down. The next year, I didn't have bloom. So um, you you really should, you know, do it in thirds. Do okay. a third this year, another third of next year, and, mm-hmm. and rotate mm-hmm. it. As far as the citrus, you want to keep what they call water spouts cleaned out. Those are the branches that come and they go straight up. And seldom do they produce fruit. And they only block the sunlight. And you should prune those off as soon as you see them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to keep the centers, like all fruit trees, kind of open so you can get the sunshine in. And uh, I had trees that were planted in the 20s. They came from the old mills or orchard after they had their big freeze. And what some of those trees, when I took o- we took over, they were in sad shape. We c- really pruned them back and kept, you know, and treated them for scale because scale liked. And... The thing that really controlled the scale in my yard, not only the voc oil, but natural predators. And you yes. could, I bought 10,000 natural predators and I couldn't put them in a thimble. Yes, they're very tiny, but tiny, tiny. But they controlled the scale. Anything else on pruning, especially summer pruning? Uh, no. Okay. It's, the most important thing is keep your tree balanced. Uh-huh. You don't want them all lopsided or one-sided. Yeah. And if you have, like I had some old trees that hadn't been summer pruned, so I had to gradually take it down every year till I could get it down mm-hmm. to where it was controlled. Yeah, I need to do that too. I do summer prune most years. But, you know, the last few years have been extremely hot, and so it's just you don't get out as often. So, Bernice, I know you moved to a new place. What kind of flowers do you have there? Very little. I, I know it's very different from where you used to live. Um, I have potted plants, and uh, I had a hydrangea that was beautiful, and hydra means water, so I was trying to keep it in really wet so that it would stay, because it was blooming, and I, want, I actually wanted to enter it in the fair. You know what? Hydra means water, but it doesn't mean too much water. Yeah. And the leaves all dropped and the flowers dropped. But it's coming back now. I've let it dry out. Oh, good. So I have some potted big container hydrangeas. I have actually, Lantana is really thriving. And yeah. I, where I live is not good soil. Yeah, the um, hydrangea that you took to the fair was Fabulous. What kind was it? That was an oak leaf hydrangea, and that hydrangea was about six years old. Yeah, very beautiful. Well, in my yard, we're getting that second flush of roses, and all of the the salvias are blooming. I have lots of different colors. I really like that. And, um, you know, the fruit trees, I've got figs coming and nectarines coming and pears coming and, of course, pomegranates coming. And um, it's going to look like a good summer, and so far it has stayed kind of cool. One thing I want to mention, 
I was helping someone yesterday who was who's been ill and couldn't do their pruning and they needed their roses were in bad shape and I went and I cut back and de- deadheaded for those of you who may not know about pruning roses even when you cut a rose to put in your home in a bud vase or bouquet you go down five leaflets cut below the five leaflets and find try to look to see where you can see where there's a node and a new shoot will come out mm-hmm. and uh, I think they were in bad shape, but we, I, I, I hope they'll come back. Another thing I want to mention at this time, when you cut your roses, I see so many people cut them and then they take them in and they put them in the water, cold water. You walk, you always, well, most flowers you should cut underwater, but roses especially, you should cut underwater and that'll leave a little droplet and immediately get it into hot water. I brought home a bud. It was so sad because I cut it by mistake and I just laid it. So the person for whom I was helping, she said, take that home, you don't have any cut flowers. And I thought, oh, it's going to be sad. (laughs) I cut it underwater and immediately put it in very hot water. Very hot water, and it is beautiful. Oh, great. Warm and hot water moves up, not cold water. That's a very good tip. Thank you. For more information or insightful tips and gardening hints, visit the Master Gardeners of Calusa County on Facebook or or visit our website, cecalusa.ucanr.edu. Also visit our Facebook page for event information and videos. Remember to sign up for our monthly newsletter. A link will be in the notes of the show. Bernice, thank you for joining me on another episode of our podcast. Thank you for listening to A Garden Runs Through It, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener Program of Calusa County. Until next time, keep your hands dirty.